Welcome to Now Your Average Critic. With your, I'm your host, Mateo Mantia, and with, I'm with like Michael Newman today. On today's episode, we'll be discussing Happy, Season Hello. 1, Episode 1, St. Nick, starring Christopher Maloney. Now, if you have no idea what the show is about or anything that happens, buckle up because this show is literally insane, to say the least. Before we talk about Happy, let's first talk about uh, the start of the show, Christopher Maloney. He's been in a lot of roles. Yes. So to start off the show, we have a little segment where we're going to deep dive into some of Christopher Maloney's uh, like career highlights. So most people know him from Law and Order Special Victims Unit, where he plays um, the NYP detective Elliot Stabler. And he's been on that show. Well, he's not on it anymore, but he was on the show for the first 12 seasons. I don't even know how many seasons there are now, but like, well, probably like first 15. Show, no, honestly, seasons, I think they like, probably have at least 20 seasons because they're still going strong and they've been Law and Order SVU. Well, Law and Order in general has been, you know, a thing since the 90s. But I think SVU has been, yeah. has been airing out since probably like the early 2000s, like late 1990s. So it's over 20 years. They really just lock the formula down to where they can do anything. Yeah, I mean, I would, like, I would think like... Just, you know, how many crime scenarios can you possibly come up with for 20 years? I could probably come up with, like, 10 crime scenarios, which is, like, a total of 10 episodes, and that's about <laughs> and it. And those are just from, like, easy ones you get from the newspaper Yeah, or well, luckily, New York City, is always, there's always something going on. So, I guess for, like, the, for Dick Wolf, for the oh, writer... Oh, yeah, you gotta... There's, there's, a, a, there's a TikTok account called at Citizen App, and they literally go, what you missed today on New York? And it's just, like, the craziest stuff that you've ever nah, seen. Nah, Citizen's app is nuts. You see the craziest stuff on that. <laughs> So this snap is this whole other episode. Like, that's a whole epi- episode to itself. Right, awesome. So, other accolades that Christopher Maloney yeah. has also includes he plays inmate Chris Keller in, HB- in HBO show Oz. I've heard of that show. I haven't seen it. I'm not sure if you've seen it before. I haven't. Se- I've seen, like, clips of it, but I know that it was, like, a huge show, like, years ago when it came out. Like, it was a pretty yeah. big show. I remember seeing, like, ads for it on the bus and like, yeah, stuff absolutely. like that. You know, HBO always has like, the greatest. In my opinion, they have like the most timeless shows. Like you know, there's there's been there's been good shows think, that yeah, have I come agree. and gone, but HBO, HBO always like. I will get HBO. Honestly, I'm I'm really about to get HBO Go to simply watch The Wire and The Sopranos for like the fiftieth thousandth time. And is HBO Max like a whole new thing? Mm, I think they're they're. I think they're rebranding themselves. Go, definitely. HBO. I think they're trying to get like into the. Into into the streaming, like their own yeah, it's like like the something. streaming game because they've been HBO's been a very old school type of production setup for a while, and they were actually yeah. ahead of their time to be honest with everything from a pay per view box, the, yeah, yeah, from box, like, yeah, from like boxing yeah. to shows, movies, ex- just having like exclusive content for themselves. They've been doing it since you know for about the last twenty years, so they've been ahead of the ball for a while. You know, I think yeah, I, yeah, they've they've all yeah before I think like the first original. TV shows that came out were from HBO when they were like, oh, HBO original. And then like after that, like the the next one I saw was like AMC when they did Walking mm-hmm. Dead. They were like AMC Absolutely, original yeah. Walking Dead. And I'm like, it's just on the channel. Like they now they're calling it like it's their original yeah. show because it started out. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, That's, I guess like when um, you have executive producers and investors from a specific channel or a specific organization that run the channel, you can have the bragging rights to say, oh, it's this is ours or like original from FX or whatever. Yeah, because FX is another one too. Like they yeah. have a lot of really good shows that are specifically produced from FX, which is like under Fox and all that. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like, like what Netflix is doing, just like Netflix original series. It's like everyone's yeah, doing it FX, now. they have their own streaming site and so does like Amazon, so does um, 
Oh really? Yeah, no. A lot of these, a lot of these channels, uh, yeah, know, a lot of these I channels know. are you know like ca- try, finally trying to catch up. But a up. lot of them you can connect. That's what I'm thinking about HBO Max. I'm not sure if it's like, can I connect my cable provider to it, or is it like I have to pay completely separately? You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what, I don't know yet. Yeah, I mean, so well, a lot of that, people nowadays, especially with the PS, the new PS5 and new Xbox coming out, they don't want to pay for cable, and this makes sense because. They don't want to pay for a hundred channels if they're gonna watch only ten of them. Let's just say like ten of them. So they'll get like a Fire True, Stick, yeah. or they'll get, or they'll just get like the PlayStation TV or something like that, or whatever other streaming service that has you know the heavy hitters, the Netflixes, the Hulu's, the um, I don't know, like HBO's, ESPN. yeah, ESPN Go too. Like you know, everything's you know very mobile yeah, yeah. nowadays, and that kind of makes sense. I agree. Absolutely. So yeah. So yeah. back to Chris from Maloney. He was also in. The Handmaid's Tale. He was in the Twilight Zone, the 2020 version, which was, I think, terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> Man of Steel. Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo oh, Bay. Movie. Scrubs. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, and The Boys, which I had no idea he was in The Boys on Amazon Prime. I haven't seen The Boys. Um, I've seen Harold and Kumar. Th- that's great, like great series. Oh, yes. Amazing series. Scrubs, I've not <laughs> seen. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Is that a movie or is that a show? Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is the one with uh, Johnny Depp where mm, he goes to okay, Las Vegas and he's like taking all the drugs and everything. Sounds very like that sounds yeah. like Johnny Depp. So then, <laughs> yeah. And then after that, we have he he was also he vo- he also did voiceover Ooh, work. Yes, this one's gonna be huge. So some of the voiceover work that he did, he did. He played Jesus Christ on an episode of Rick and Morty. I'm not sure which episode it is, but like whatever episode has Jesus Christ, Christopher Maloney's voice is Jesus Christ. You know how much of a big time actor you got to be to play the man himself, Jesus Christ? You can't just be no regular. (laughs) Blasphemous. Yeah, you can't just be a regular (laughs) dude. I mean, Rick and Morty, like, you know, they go there, so... I think Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty might be one of his biggest, other than SVU, because SVU, you know, it's classic. That might be one of his biggest accolades, especially for like today's generation of like Adult Swim, um, you know, viewers. Definitely. Yeah. But then right after that, we got Family Guy. Oh yeah, that's true. So yeah, he's been for a while. Family Guy, American Dad. And he also was a voice of a character in a video game. He was in the, he was a voice of the character in uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Man. Yo, his accolades, like, I don't know if I've ever seen a resume wise. so stacked before <laughs> over these past 20 years. That's what, when I was looking at his IMDb, I was going through it and I was like, what can I select from here that's like, yeah. kind of like, whoa, like people his are going to know resume. this because there's just so <laughs> much stuff. Yeah, man. Like our, yeah, it's crazy. There's just so much yeah, stuff. Yeah, honestly. I mean, Call of Duty, Rick and Morty, Law and Order, SVU. Jeez, man! Like Harold and Kumar is a big one too. It's like whatever, like preference you and like. Now, he's probably if you love if you love crime and cop shows, he's been on that. If you like um, adult oh, cartoons yeah, exactly. with, from whichever era, he's been in that. HBO been in that. Amazon been in, yep. been on and that. And then to the episode to he is the main character at, of the the show that we're going to talk about today, which is it's called Happy with an exclamation point. Yep, important detail. And it was. Yeah, it was it was it was um it was a sci-fi original so it, it was on sci-fi when it first came on tv and now it's on netflix you can catch both seasons on netflix there's two seasons um but i i never when, when it was on sci-fi i don't remember ever seeing advertisements for it 
You know what I mean? You know, I haven't like when seen, it was on TV. I haven't seen, like, sci-fi is a little underrated, I would say, because I've seen a couple of movies on sci-fi, but specifically just movies. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any, like, original shows, if they have any, or any, like, original content from them. I've just seen older movies. They, yeah, I was just going to say, there's there's this girl from my high school who's on some TV show that's uh, that's on sci-fi, and it's, like, ninjas or something like that, and it's, like, they, they're, like, I don't know what it is about, but I just, I, it's, like, another sci-fi original. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I know sci-fi has originals because she's on one of them. That's fire. But Happy was a sci-fi and now it's just Netflix. And I pray that like the Netflix gods would pick it up for like to continue for Ooh, more yes, seasons definitely. because because two, I don't think two seasons is enough. You know, yeah, especially with that Happy. type of storyline because the first the pilot is it's yeah. a lot, a lot. There's a lot to unravel. It's just very like a lot of stuff is going on from the jump. So you know what? On that, on that note, let's yeah, get yeah. right to the right to the analysis real quick so the first five seconds of the show starts with ha- with a happy christmas music and a quick cut to him um of this like like um the guy uh the, oh, what, what's yeah, the guy's yeah, name yeah. again his last name is i know i know his last name i forgot his first name zach huh? zach no oh, oh nick, nick Sachs. yeah so so nick's in like this this old like new york city bar, disgusting bar bathroom and he's looking himself in the mirror and it literally sh- it literally shows um himself like like shooting himself in the head and like dancing as like a CGI with like CGI models and stuff like that as like the blood spilling out some crazy stuff. And at first I was like, you know, it definitely grabs your attention at first because you're like, damn, like this show already started and he already killed himself. Like, how is how does that work? <laughs> it was like literally the first five seconds. Yeah, I was like, damn, like that's it. <laughs> like, but you, but you, then you, but then you, um, you figure out that that was just like he was obviously drunk and I don't know if he was like high off or something or whatever, but that was just an illusion. He was just having like premonitions. Yeah, or but that makes you. But off the bat, you can already tell this guy's already like mentally all messed up and clearly depressed, and I don't know, like with substance problems or something like that. But um, but I think listen, like if you're gonna if you're gonna grab if there's any attention grabbers right there, that's that's a big one. Oh yeah, it was straight. It opened up literally just Christmas music, gun to the head, and then dancing, happy, and then it just cuts back to him in the disgusting bar bathroom and that's just the first five seconds like and then he scares what is it there's like two hipsters sitting at the the bar oh, table yeah. and they like look at him and he's like what are y'all looking at and then the hipsters like get up and leave and they just like, was like, like, yeah, Bartender's like you're messing up my business he's like what business <laughs> and he's like i'm done helping your business getting these hipsters out of here <laughs> which is which is dope because that's such like a new york city thing to say and i think that i think this episode <laughs> aired in 2017 that- i checked on um, like the timeline on Netflix, so you know, right as yeah, justification yeah. was. It's popping. such a New York show. Yeah. Everything is. It's all filmed in New York. Everything is New yeah. York. Which I feel like it's very. It makes um, sense because New York is a, you know, that type of city where that type yeah, of stuff. He was happen. a de- he was a detective. Yeah. So yeah, so it's actually based off a graphic novel. I forgot to say that before. It's based. So the whole show is based off a graphic novel. So the show, like the way the cinematography of the show is, it's very like quick cuts action mm-hmm. like like frame by frame like next to each other kind of thing that's, that's, that's what i got off yeah very yeah. comic book yeah i mean like if you know a graphic novel then it's it's just imagine that but like in a this is the best graphic book to i guess television comparison as if because like immediately he before he even knew it was a graphic novel mateo said oh it's very like comic booky like like yeah, so, I think from the jump, yeah, it definitely very... felt like that. Especially for the first like fifteen minutes, I was like, "All right, this is this is probably like a Watchmen 
type of like type of setup yes. which is cool because i like that i like it i personally i like it when superhero movies get graphic because a lot of not because you know i wasn't really that big into graphic novels or comic books as a kid you know i, I did read a couple and all that like you know he like hearing that like the good mm-hmm. ones but yeah like i wasn't like a big 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 fan like there's people who probably know way more about this than like than me or i don't know if like you were like big inside when you were or if you still are that's that's a huge no, industry yeah, no, I'm yeah. Not. but um I think I think it's cool. I think it's cool, and then it gets like graphic and stuff like that because you know, like superheroes and stuff. It's based on real life, you know. Of course, like you know, like stuff like drugs, alcohol, like you know, stuff like that. Like you know, it does pertain to why we need superheroes and why there is crime in cities and stuff like that. It's not just bank robbers all the time. It's like you know, serious stuff going on, which is dope. I liked it, and I haven't seen I haven't seen Watchmen, but watch watch. There's definitely a market for Watchmen. There's a, you know, just like there's a market yeah. for Daredevil. There's a market for um for uh, what's that movie that um. Uh, um deadpool there's definitely like a market for deadpool, deadpool for like yes. those like rated r type of like superhero like you know anti-hero superhero movies like there's definitely a huge market for that i think batman to a certain ex- to a certain extent is like an anti-hero not an anti-hero per se but he kind of just like yeah yeah Vigilante and even of. like this um yeah, there's yeah. this show on netflix called batman or like batman like the last joke or something like that super graphic you know whatever like rated r but it's like it's more of like a graphic novel type of thing as well and i you know uh-huh. i like that type of stuff i watched it the other day it was really good so yeah i mean if if it's good if it's directed well then yeah it definitely works so you know i definitely appreciated it you know i do like superhero movies but sometimes superhero movies get a little too cheesy and they don't like you know they yeah. don't exert as much violence and real life stuff as i would expect because nowadays you know you know this is the 1950s everyone knows exactly what type of like violence and stuff like that is going on right now so I think to leave it out exactly. of a superhero movie, it's kind of like, it doesn't really do that much justice. And you could add more stuff with the storyline and with effects and everything if you did add, you know, more serious type of like, like, you know, serious type of like, um, like dark humor and stuff like that, you know? So there's definitely a big market for that. So I definitely, I appreciate yes. that. And sci-fi, I think, had to make like a big, a big splash moving forward because this couldn't just be like a regular detective show because Christopher Maloney already did that regular detective show. I don't think, exactly. I don't think he would have appreciated yeah. it or would have even took like bothered to take the role. If he didn't really challenge himself, because like going back to what we were talking about before with his accolades, you know, obviously, you know, none of these characters really are the same. Elliot Stabler is not like, um, let's just say the guy from Harold and Kumar. I think I remember his character or Jesus Christ on Rick and Morty. That's what, like in a way, like, yeah, like in a way, like I think of him in this show, like even though he's a different character, Nick Sachs, it's like as if his character from SVU became like this. Yes. Like, I still see that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because he, he's so embedded in my brain as SVU. Yeah. So it's like as if SVU, like, he got fired or something. And, like, now this is <laughs> yeah. what he's doing. And it's just insane. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. But, yeah. I, you know, I didn't even think about it like that. But I think so. It's like an alternate universe if if um, if the original yeah, detective yeah, like was, like, dimension. this fuck up who just, like, lost it all. And Which, by the way, like, he he plays a disgraced detective turned, um, turned hitman. So I don't. As of right now, I don't know why yes. he's disgraced. I don't know what he did. I can only imagine. The yeah, fuck yeah. They ca- it's kind of like a. That's what I thought when what after he like, fake shot himself in the bathroom. Like I thought it was gonna be like, oh no, he's dead, and now we're gonna see like what already happened in his mm-hmm. life. But no, it's like. But now we have to know, wh- like he's in this position. Like how did he get there? What did he do? Because they, he everywhere he was he was on the front of the newspaper of the New York Post like he was like the number one detective yeah in so New York. the point where people started so, recognizing like, him they really leave you with like yeah yeah they they leave you with like oh yeah yeah even like the people who he's arrested like recognizes him and stuff yeah no like everyone and that's I think that's the problem like that ends up like occurring is that people know exactly who he is and which is which 
Yes. I don't think the transition from going to detective to hitman was the best career choice because usually hitman, like, not everyone <laughs> knows who a hitman is. You feel me? Like, it's only certain people, like, they're supposed to be low key, but this guy's like a disgraced detective. Everyone kind of knows who he, or at least, like, re- has a recollection of who he is or what he did, or at least if it's on a newspaper. So I don't know if yeah. like being a hitman is the best type of uh, career path to transition Job to. I don't know. It's a little, making it a little <laughs> too hot, but awesome. So let me see. Yes. Yeah, so a- after that whole bar scene, we cut to like this Christmas musical in like Central Park or something. Like there's like a event going mm-hmm. on, and there's a person. His name is Sunny Sunshine, and. Sunny Sunshine is like I the only way I could like compare him is like maybe like Jojo Siwa. <laughs> like do you know who yeah, Jojo yeah. Siwa is? Like yeah. That's like it was it would be like the jo- male Jojo Siwa. Like that kind I of would person. Say it's like a the wiggles. Like he's like that. Description. It's pretty Yeah, good. he's like the wiggles. Like he's like the kids are all singing and dancing to him and stuff like that in Central yeah. Park. And it's like a Christmas themed concert and then there's like a, a the camera focuses on one mom and one girl who i guess we must assume that they're characters that are of interest to us and then the girl wants to like see what's going on with the concert and then she wanders off and then there's this like homeless santa that's like peeing on a super tree. creepy and that scene gave me a lot of anxiety super to be creepy, dirty like it was kind of like demonic. It kind of it gave you like like a paranormal essence. Yeah, now you knew you knew something was up w- with him. Like it, he wasn't just like a regular homeless person just chilling or just peeing on a, a branch yeah, or something no. like that. It's like, I, and it wasn't just like a normal homeless guy in like this Christmas costume. It was like a rat tatted Santa costume, obviously been worn for like every day. It of looks this like guy's he hasn't life. showered. Like it looked like he had he hadn't showered in like months. Yeah, he lives in this Santa uniform. Yeah. So then he, like, opens his jacket, and then he's like, come. And it's just, like, a dark hole, and, like, she gets kidnapped. So that was kind of, like, shocking to the audience. But then right after that, it just cuts straight to this, like, Italian family sitting in their, in their restaurant. Clearly their restaurant, because they, like, have their own booth in the back. They're just, like, hanging out. And it's, like... The typical Brooklyn Italian family and mafia, and they're just like discussing a job given to them by the Don, and it's just over the top Brooklyn accents. And like, what do you think about that? Like, it's just clearly an Italian mafia family that they like slipped in, like these characters. Yeah, I thought the mobsters played a pretty good role because, um, because I'm a big fan of of like crime and mafia like shows and movies. That's just me. I don't know, like. Because I think, like, um, in general, like, the Scorseses and, you know, all these other, like, you know, all these other directors have done a really good job, you know, with, like, making, like, you know, mob content these past, like, 20, 30 years. So, I think they did a pretty good job, like, you know, playing, like, the like the mobsters. I think they're pretty, like, accurate. Especially for, like, 2017 current mobsters. They're more, a little more, like, a little more, like, <laughs> yeah. fancy-ish. A little more, like, a little more bougie. But they still, you know, got, like, the attitude and, like, of, like, the old school mobsters that were portrayed, of course, within other films. I'm not saying my real life because I wouldn't know anything about that, but... Yeah, so I, th- I thought it was, yeah, so I thought it was, they did a pretty good job with the monster scene and all that. And it gives it, like, a whole other yeah, story, Yeah, I liked too. it, because they were, like, yeah, it was, like, they got, yeah, now it's, like, a whole gang that we have to yep, worry about, like, a, exactly. not a gang, but, like, mafia, we have to worry, so it's, like, they're sitting there getting a, something from the Don, and then 
their other brother Michael comes in who is obviously like the more he's not like the I don't want to sound like no I can't say that he's not like the Brooklyn Italian like he's more like this like from Italy Italian I would okay. say like he's you know what I'm trying to say like the way he's dressing and the what he's doing like he actually and he went to Sicily to go to the Don on his dying deathbed yeah. where the Don like whispered something in his ear before he de- he before he died it was a, it was a passport and, to, to a list of people that I guess were on their um on their hit list or something like that or something like that yeah, or so it, it was a list like, of people that were it, important it's it's some sort of like passcode to like the a list of import like all these people that are connected to like i guess because it shows like women screaming and bloody and stuff like that so it has to be some sort of like human trafficking maybe from what i'm guessing because it's just like what like that was just so weird yeah definitely but now michael michael literally is like shook you could see like he's not the same after he was told this Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so then after that, we cut to <laughs> a funny scene where uh, Nick is going somewhere to go meet somebody for something, and he walks in, and she's already with a client. And and uh, he the client is in a... It looks like a lobster costume, but they... They specified it in the show, like it was like, oh no, it's a crayfish, or like they said like exactly what kind of fish it was, and it was like so specific that I was like, what? Yeah. Like it was like that was the guy's kind of fetish or whatever. Like he like dresses up like a crayfish, so she he kills the guy in the crayfish costume because you see the, him in the camera like lift up the hammer. Yeah, he's gonna kill it. And he's yeah. like about to like hit the girl over the head, and he like shoots him right in the head right yeah. before. And I thought that was funny. Like, right after you shot him, like, the sound of the costume just... Oh, that was hilarious. Oh, you're not sound work? Yo, get the sound engineers a raise for that one. That was hilarious. Yeah, the the, the entire sound of the show, like, everything is just so, like, on the money. Yeah, even... That was hilarious. I don't know, because, like, again, like, and to the dark humor aspect, because, you know, he just shot somebody in front of a prostitute. There's nothing, like, directly funny about that. I guess the only reason it's funny is because he's in a crayfish costume. You hear (laughs) it... As <laughs> he shot, so yeah, 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 yeah. That that probably had it was like the tension breaker. I yeah, guess. exactly. Like, Maybe like less serious. And he and then Sax is just like, "What's good?" Like, hey, yeah. what's up? Like he's just like, no. Like he just shot, and the, girl, the little girl is just like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Even a prostitute god. recognizes her. I mean, recognizes him because because she's like, "Oh, um, oh, she's like, yeah. oh yeah, you you locked you you were gonna lock me up one night and then you sent me home." Like yeah, he like he's he's around New York. Like he yeah, knows everybody, which is nuts. But yeah, no. So. Then that scene ends with the Italian guys that we saw before. I don't know if you you want to take this. Yeah. Um. Is it, let me see. Where is that? When they're waiting outside. Oh yeah. So they're waiting outside, and I guess they had I guess tried to like set him up or something like that. But I don't know. I guess they got like intel yeah, or something. I don't know how Sax even like realizes this, but like he's like another room or something like that, and like. Oh, they. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is this the scene you're talking about? Okay, yeah, 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 so... I just remembered yeah, why. They, like, they, they, so they, they come in, like, obviously it's, like, five of them, like, all gunned up and everything. They think that they're going to get him or something like that. I think they're on the phone with him or something like that. And then, like, he just comes out of nowhere and just starts 
lighting everybody up like with two handguns just like aim like crazy just took out five people nuts and then like he's like talking to the, like that, that one guy uh, michael's his name or something like that yeah the other brother yeah, michael so he yeah, he's the just more. like talk. I guess like because he's like, the guy's like shot and everything. Pretty he like up. I would cons- like he would be the brother that like all the other brothers didn't go to college and he went to college. Like that's like I would like com- like yeah. He was you know more of like, like, like the oh, intellectual. He's, a, he's type the brother of guy. who went to yeah. college. So I guess that's what it's kind of yeah, like, like if we had to re- like, if we had to compare it to any other. I guess films. He's kind of like the Michael Corleone, where it's like he oh he kind of went away, did his own yeah, thing, yeah. but then he kind of came back, and that those experiences kind of made exactly. him like come back and still like. You know, I guess like um, that's separated him why a little that's bit. That's his name. Yeah, true. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> that's probably why it's. Yeah. Not nah, if I if we if I had a penny for every single Godfather reference in every single film or movie like since it came out, you know, crazy. Oh yeah. But yeah. So anyway, so like they are sh- are shooting each other stuff like that, and you know, like shit hits the fan. He ends up like shooting him like out the window. He lands outside like crazy shit but the craziest part is that he ends up actually like suffering a heart like he's going through a heart attack while all that stuff is going on which i thought was wild i'm like how are you shooting mad people and like but the heart attack oh, he, like, he did he does he does get shot once he gets shot yeah guys my, he, he gets shot once yeah, five so people get shot one time the re- chest. <laughs> yeah so the reason why so the 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 scaramucci boys are outside and they say they got intel that nick Sachs is here or whatever but it really was literally Nick Sachs calling them to get a hit on himself because he was saying like how do I get and he said to them on the phone like how do I get all of you together at the same time and he goes call a hit and he so he called his own hit to get yeah, them to come free, here which is crazy and then Michael just tagged along and he was like oh I only called for three who is this like what oh you must be the other brother and that's where he got him and then Michael was like I'll tell you the password and then when he's like on the floor and he goes up to his ear like you don't know if he whispers the password or not because you don't hear any whispering and you don't like i had the subtitles on and like the subtitles don't even say like whispers like they don't say anything so like you don't know if he told him the password or not but then yeah then michael dies and then nick Sachs is like starts having a heart attack yeah, not cra- crazy scene because um I think it's not like because I'm I'm not I've never seen somebody suffer from a heart attack like in per- on the spot I'm not sure if you have but it was like it was like no, a whole never. like process it was over I guess like over real time over like ten minutes 10, 15 minutes yeah and he was popping pills too that like, didn't he help took the whole yeah thing I don't think that I don't like think that really helped if anything that probably just like yeah if I anything that probably like fat, um sped up his blood pressure or something well, I don't know it just probably didn't help but yeah so made it worse so he ends up like passing out next to next to michael outside which not a good look if you're a hitman because you're supposed to you know just like hit yeah and you're supposed to just dip and leave and all that which i don't know was bad and it was worse because the prostitute was still there like as a witness like when a cop's came so he's definitely (laughs) fucked and now like you know he has witnesses yeah which is everything yeah it's not 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 good at all he probably shouldn't have spoken to michael for that long but but yeah then after do you want to take up after like what happens like right after yeah, so then after, so then when, after he collapses to the floor, like, I forget that this is a TV show, and, like, it was on TV, so, like, it, the screen goes black, and it's, like, a cliffhanger moment, and I'm, like, like, I totally haven't watched TV in so long that, like, I totally forgot about commercial breaks 
for certain That's, things. You know, so yeah, like, I, I feel oh, you. like imagine, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like imagine watching that yourself and like not knowing what's going to happen next. And you're sitting there having to like sit through a McDonald's commercial or something like at least it now just goes straight to it. So I think it would definitely cat. Like if I was watching this on TV, it would definitely capture me as an audience member. But then, so after it comes back from the commercial break, it, it goes to the homeless Santa in some sort of like basement cellar and he has all these plywood boxes and he's drilling holes in the plywood box and like there's Christmas music playing. It's like a, it's like a Santa serial killer. Like he's literally themed serial killer. Yeah, absolutely. So then he's, yeah, so he's drilling these holes in his box and the, and the girl's name is Haley. So the girl is in the box like screaming as he's drilling holes in it and you see there's like a bunch of boxes yeah so maybe there's more than yeah one obviously kid, that, makes, that like, makes it clear to the audience that this guy is a serial um kidnapper or at least serial whatever he is i would say serial kidnapper first yeah what a serial santa kidnapper creepy <laughs> creepy so but yes then all right so then it keep then um all right so this is where it kind of gets a little bit a little crazier so oh yeah, this yeah is so Haley, like yeah so, so Haley, like a- when she first like when we first are introduced to Haley as an audience She's going to like to show whatever, but and she's also but in, in a cab with her mom. She's also talking to a third person that we can't see. We find out that that's an imaginary friend because she said, "Oh, that's this is my imaginary friend." Blah blah. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. even like it's really good acting too by like whoever the actress is because when she ends up running away to like a closer look at um the guy that, that was performing, that's when like she kind of isolated herself and like you know got caught up with like the Santa um mass uh, kidnapper and all that. <clears throat> but she refers back mm-hmm. to Happy and as she, as her imaginary friend. She's and. She's like, what, uh, what, uh, what do you mean I should start running? Like, you know, who's here? Stuff like that. So it's like, we understand that there's a, all right, like there's an imaginary friend there or just something telling her to leave, but we can't visibly see it. And we don't visibly see Happy until, we, we don't hear about Happy until like we see like a camera angle of like a small, like you would think it was like a bird or like a little, like a drone or something like that. Just like zooming through the city, like and stuff like that. And yeah, a cartoon yeah, yeah. voice. But then you realize that, all right, Happy's like an actual character in the show he is real he is a imaginary friend that only certain people could see because even like like one like because as he's zooming through the city looking for um for sex and we find out why he's specifically looking for sex instead of somebody else like i think like a homeless person who's like high on something like sees happy for a little bit and happy's like damn you you can see that's what yeah when when he's flying around the city just like going into like different new yorkers just like like seeing what they're doing and just like just their business. So yeah, he goes up to like some homeless guy, like, and and the guy can see him, and he's like, "Oh my god, you can see me." That that was I thought that was really a good scene because it it, it did capture like I guess New York, like flying around New York and like the different people you would uh, get around the city. Yeah, absolutely. So he ends up. So then the ambulance passes by, and that's we found out the sex in the ambulance, obviously, because he just got shot and went to a heart attack oh yeah yeah he gets taken from the ambulance he gets taken from the scene because one of the detectives that come on the scene used to be his partner yes so he gets and i I think i think love interest too because there's definitely more than just a partner feel because she cares about him yeah the way she says something right the way she talks is just like yeah and how could you let somebody go from a crime scene after they just like killed four well, people technically he was in the ambulance and they were gonna, and they were gonna be like i guess like he was under police custody 
But yeah, I feel I feel you. I feel you. I mean, yeah, he definitely got it a lot easier, I think, than like if he was just some regular nobody or just some regular <laughs> hitman, <laughs> or regular criminal. So I think he is like a little lucky with that because he at least gets the opportunity, even though he doesn't he doesn't care about anything and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, and right before he gets put in the ambulance, the the, the I forget what the girl's name is. The detective she goes to the EMT workers like keep him alive, and the EMT workers are looking at his body like. This guy is like on the brink of death. He's gonna die, and then the detectives is like, "No, he always lives," and they're just like in the ambulance, like, "How is yeah. this guy gonna live?" Like, this man is like, I don't know, like indestructible. Yeah, and like they're doing the defibrillator on yeah. him, and he's like not waking up, and all of a sudden he just like wakes up out of nowhere and like has a gun up to like the EMT workers like face, and he's yep. like, "Give me." 20 milligrams of uh, norepinephrine yeah, and morphine on top of that and i'm and just it, like and it, and it, and it, and it adrenaline yeah yes he was like 20 milligrams morphine and like they were giving everything to him and he's like yeah. becoming okay like he knows exactly what drugs he needs to like live. crazy and it's nuts too because mind you he was taking um pills before he went to the hospital and before like yeah and it's oh, not stuff, even sorry, like yeah He's like t- he's drinking those pills. It's not like he's taking one or two. He's like opening the bottle, and just yeah, drinking no, them. Super. And crazy. I thought that scene was sick too because, um, the right before right before he wakes up, the EMT worker goes to stab him with adrenaline, and he takes the adrenaline and stabs the EMT worker in his own neck with it. So now the EMT worker has like an adrenaline rush, and like is screaming and running around. And, and then he starts demanding the drugs. And then he's sitting there and he's like moving in slow motion. And as he's moving in slow motion, the ENT workers are like running around him and they're just like zipping and they're moving so quickly. Yeah. You know, that's definitely crazy. So so what ends up happening is that he falls, He he's like in and out of consciousness, obviously because like his body is probably, I don't know, I can't imagine what his body is. His body is probably like, yo, what is this? Are dead. we dying or are we reviving or what are we even doing? <laughs> But so anyway, so Happy ends up getting into the ambulance, and mind you, the only person I can see Happy is is um I was gonna say Elliot <laughs> is uh is Nick, and so obviously he's all tripped out, just like anyone else would be, because he thinks, of course, or you think he's tripped yeah, out, yeah. Yes, of course you would think like oh it's the drugs or it's something, but no, he's it's that guy is there, the EMTs are looking at him like like he's crazy. Well, not that crazy because you know like. He was just demanding for morphine and a whole bunch of other stuff before. So this is like the yeah, most normal type of thing you could probably do under the circumstances. So that they kind of just like let it slide for the most part. And yeah, so he ended up getting, so he ends up like fading out of consciousness, wakes up in the hospital and um, the detective is there, the one you mentioned before. And also Happy is also there. They're both in the same room. So. Oh yeah, well, well, well because she opened the window. Yes, that's a important detail. So he says, oh, open up the window. Like it's whatever, like, oh, cause she was smoking a cigarette. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she was like, she lit up a cigarette in the hotel room, and he was like, <laughs> "Open a window." Yeah, and she was like, "Really?" And then he, and then as she goes to open the window, he's like, "Wait, not the window," because he realizes Happy's that outside, that yeah. like unicorn thing that was following him is gonna come in, and then it, uh, Happy comes in, and he's like, "Oh, thank God she opened that window." Yeah, right. <laughs> and, like the lines that Happy has are just really yeah. good. Real quick, do you know who plays Happy? But well, then, yeah, do you know who? Um... Patton Oswalt. Is he in anything? I'm sure he has to be in something else, like in other like big time shows. But I'm just Patton Oswalt. He's big. Pat, I'm trying to think of what else Patton Oswalt was in. Patton Oswalt. Here, as soon as you write in Patton, he comes up on Google. 
He was on the King of Queens. Oh, yeah, there we he go. He was... Who was he? I don't know who he I've was. I've seen a couple of episodes was, of, King, of Kings of Kim Queens. Even King of Queens, even though I'm from Queens. He's this guy. Oh, you know what? I know exactly who he is. I know exactly who he is. Yeah, I know yes. exactly, exactly who that he is. That guy. Yeah, I, think everyone, I think everyone knows exactly who he is, too, even if you don't know him by name. If you see his face, like, you've seen him. I've seen him even, like, on, like, live appearances. I've seen him. And his, his voice, like, I just looked at his quick Google thing, and it's like, Kim Possible, this, that. I'm like, oh, my God, he has a lot of credits, too. Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt is also in an episode of Rick and Morty. He yeah wait yeah who does he play because because that voice that sounded really familiar he he is in the episode um I think it's the episode where uh Rick has like a love interest with, a love interest with the planet and then the planet has like the boy the alien boyfriend who's like not happy about it or whatever he plays the alien boyfriend. Yeah, he plays. Something. Okay, well, not nah, Rick and Morty has a I lot of like he... really good cameo appearances like pop up, so I'm not surprised. E- Elon Musk was in Rick and Morty, <laughs> which is not nah, he's he's on a different. That's a whole different conversation, but he's nah, he's I don't speak. I don't even know what to say. He's done everything as of right now. He's done everything. He plays Unity's admirer. Yeah, he he plays the guy who likes her. He plays this one. Okay, so if you oh okay perfect. If you guys are listening to this right now, definitely look oh, up God, his you, accolades. Oh, no, You'll know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, he plays that guy from that episode. Ah, okay, yeah, I know, I know. I've seen a couple like because Rick and Morty is like a, a big series that you have to watch in order. But I've seen you know like on, on Adult Swim. And then I knew I, I was like, oh, this this guy was the separate guy. Ah, okay, I got you. I got big you. fat liar Def- guy. If you guys listen to this, definitely alien, look which, up. Which is crazy. Look this all. Look all this up. It'll definitely make sense. I promise. So many people on Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that well, hospital. Yeah. So scene, then he's in the yeah. hospital talking to her, and uh, she leaves, and then Happy like goes out in the hallway. Cause he like, cause Nick is gonna leave, and then he sees that there's four nurses, and then like a doctor coming down the hallway with like this bed. Uh, and then Happy is like, all right, there's like five people coming. You better get your stuff together. So Nick grabs like a fire extinguisher, and he's like getting ready by the door to like beat down whoever's about to open the door, and then he just passes it out. From, I guess, a mixture of the drugs, the heart attack, like, just everything. Yeah, no, that that, that scene was definitely a lot. It was a lot to handle. And like, that, that hospital scene, because that's, like, it, that's when the episode kind of, um, it's the last location before the episode ends. So that, that hospital scene kind of, like, you know, it brings everything kind of, like, together and everything. So then, like, you know, the detective offers him... You know, which this surprised me a lot. And this how, this is how you know like they have like an actual like they had like an actual relationship like more than just you know being partners. She offers him like a deal like hey like listen just like tell us like what the information is help us like you know help us solve this case you know you know just you giving us information and you know we'll just leave it at that because you know technically speaking he did help. Well, it's not well not that he helped like formally, but it was kind of a help that he did kill all those mobsters technically. Yeah, I would say because yeah, yeah. now it's just like they don't have to spend time on them, even though they might have wanted to get like information and stuff out of them. But, you know, with mobsters or any, or any criminal, you know, 
how easy is it to get information out of them? So technically speaking, if they all died, you know, that's kind of like, <laughs> you know, less responsibility for them. If, if the, if the information, if less the information paperwork. is still there they, and he knows a password, they said that earlier in the episode. Yeah. So and he knows a password too. So now they could just keep that information for themselves and, you know, like as like a reward, they just let him go and just let him slide and keep on doing what he's doing, which I'm pretty sure like, I don't think this is the first time they've had um specific situations where he's done some vigilante sh- stuff on like without him meaning to like on the side and then the cops have to clean up yeah, after it right. i'm pretty sure it's been more than one occasion where he's you know killed criminals that they're also looking for but not that he cares about that it's more like for money i mean maybe like that. that's the reason why he is no longer on the force ah interesting like we don't know that that's you know what i'm saying up. like maybe he did like something like I don't remember. I, I I don't know. Yeah, def- I I I definitely think it's over because he killed somebody. Maybe it was like he killed someone on like a civilian by accident. Maybe he killed someone that was broadcasted as being a good person, but in reality, but in but in the background, he was shady or maybe doing like an injustice or something. Oh yeah, yeah, like blackmailed. Yeah. So he probably t- like took the law and matter into his own hands. So maybe he technically didn't do anything wrong by killing or getting rid of someone who was like a scum of the earth type of person but according to the law and like how politics work and how the media works it might have not been a good look because maybe this guy wasn't like portrayed or maybe not everyone knew like like the person's you know um true colors which of course listen, i don't know i have to keep on watching it i might be just making stuff up but that, that, yeah. that's a theory that i have because yeah, yeah. but it makes the audience think yeah, i mean because i listen i do think that he is a naturally good person because you can't just become like like realistically good detectives are people that not only do the job correctly but they care in order to be a detective yeah. you have to care to a certain extent to where it's like everyone not everyone but like a random person's like murder or or, or mystery or kidnapping is like your top priority so i do think that he was at some point like and plus he was like a like an actual good cop like people say it all the time oh you're such a great, great detective what happened to you so I'm sure he had like a heart at some point or at some point he wasn't like this drug addicted hitman that, you know, that, that we are introduced to, but something probably happened alongside with him getting kicked out the force that just completely turned his life around. So, you know, mm-hmm. I gonna keep on watching cause I am curious to see like mentally what he went through, you know, was like childhood stuff. Was it also um, maybe like love interest? Like, you know, um, the f- you know, um, and other stuff as well that I'll, go into as like the the episode like clears out and all that yeah, yeah yeah so yeah i totally agree so then after the detective leaves that's when the the five guys come in and that's where we get introduced to smoothie so nick passes out after he has the fire extinguisher ready and he then i guess coming back from commercial break yeah he's like tied up to like this uh this like bed that's like it's a straight jacket is it a straight jacket like, like, no i don't know because straight jackets like they no he's just like tied okay, down got it his his hands are just like okay. tied down yeah and then um there's smoothie and then and i guess smoothie introduces himself as like a serial killer or something and because nick knows him nick's like oh smoothie like so, I guess he must be like a serial killer that like people know about or something. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. But he has all his like torture weapons ready, and 
he's like trying to get the password out of Nick and Nick's just like not budging. He's like, nah, man, I'm like not giving you this password. And he like, he leads him on like, oh, I was sitting there in his, and then he whispers to me and then he like says, I forget what he says, but he just says something that's like not the password. And yeah. then Smoothie's like, all right, I'm going to cut your penis off. And he's like, uh, what? And then he gets the thing ready to like cut him. Yeah. And then that's where it starts getting crazy with like blood and everything. Yeah, mind you, people, like he has like there's like they're in a surgery room. It's like five guys and the one guy who's like it's like the leader or captain or something like that. He he looks like a psychopath. He looks like the type of guy who will yeah, do yeah. this like for a price, no problem. I mean, clearly he was sent there yeah, by one of the exactly. mobsters. So, yeah, but like you know, like you gotta be like, like a specific type of like psychopath to do like because like I guess like the mob <laughs> yeah, right. according to like the movies I've seen, the mob specifically has like people who like do cut people up, do like after murders and stuff like that, and do like do torture and stuff. You know, like it's some sick shit, but some sick sick stuff. But but those were specific people that you would yeah, call. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. Yeah, I mean the whole way. So I'm a little confused about that scene because he like as like the because like it's like an automatic blade that is going down towards his like towards his crotch area and like that's why I get, I get i get super anxious but you do see a little bit of blood but then like he breaks out of it did he get his did he nick his leg yeah, or something he, like that? i think he like puts he yeah yeah he like kicks his thigh over yeah. and he starts cutting his thigh yeah. i guess so he's like spraying his thigh like the hurts, blood that's damn. coming from his yeah. thigh into like everyone's face to distract yeah. them and then he starts just like trying to break free kicking beating them down with like everything that's in the room yeah, no, super, yeah, super like gory type. I mean, I thought it was gonna be more gory, but yeah, super gory. But then he just beats the crap out of everybody. Like, I'm talking like takes a fire extinguisher, bashes someone's head in, and just like you know, just completely destroys everybody. I think like he literally kills everybody like with, <laughs> his, with his bare hands. That that type of thing. And with with any equipment that he could use, like in the office, just like he. I think he like he he, slid, he slit someone's throat. Like it's crazy, super gory, but it was cool. But and like this guy's like, this was, guy's yeah. a savage. Twice and twice and, and within <laughs> within twenty four hours, within like seventy two hours, he took on two rounds of five people each, one with a gun, one without a gun. So crazy. Yeah, and then All right after that, he's like, he's like standing there over like one of the bodies, and two cops come in, and you're like, the I get the audience is like, oh god, now the police are back, and then the police say like keep him alive blue wants him and blue is like one of the, like i guess like a like a mafia guy like i don't know what his ranking is but he's pretty high up there in the yeah. mafia like from what you can tell so obviously these cops are paid so right off the bat nick Sachs just bashes them in the face with the, the fire extinguisher the yeah, fire extinguisher was, runs out of the room and he's like running all throughout the hospital just like trying to escape yeah and mind you happy and mind and you then, like happy is in his ear like telling him like hey, yeah, 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 like, like, we'll go rescue Haley and um Nick is like who you know who's Haley and which is which is why this makes like towards the, towards the end of the, I think the one of the last points that we're gonna point out which it was it would be a spoiler if we said it right now I was gonna say it but I caught yeah, actually yeah. Michael caught me I was gonna say it real quick but no so they end up bringing him to the hospital and like obviously like Happy's still in his ear so I think to a certain extent Nick still thinks that he's hallucinating or he's high while everything is going on so he's probably mentally all you know, crazy and all that. He's running around a hospital, you know, running from the cops, running from the mafia. It's just, you know, it's just, it's a shit show just all around. Just him. He jumps like into the elevator shaft, like crazy, <laughs> just crazy stuff. 
and then he then he leaves and the hospital. Yeah, he leaves the hospital, right? Yeah. He, I like he takes a he takes an old man in a wheelchair <laughs> and like uses as him like as like a human shield. <laughs> to make sure they don't like shoot. Like going down the hallway as like the cops are aiming yeah. at him. He's like trying to. Then block. he pushed the guy off the like off the off the um off the wheelchair. It's like. Make a diversion or something like that. I think even the beginning too, like the beginning of it when he, when he like runs into the staircase and the cops run after him and they run down the staircase and then all of a sudden he just comes out because he went up the staircase. Yeah, he, he shows he down. shows no remorse. Like just like the 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 quick thinking is just like what? Yeah, and that made but yeah, and I love when he's like escaping the hospital. He like it starts playing Sugar Plum Fairy, the Christmas. Oh music. yeah, that was, that was hilarious. <laughs> great, great yeah, music yeah. choice. So the, He's just like tiptoeing out of there. Like, he, I guess he beat up an, a doctor in the in the staircase because he, he sees a doctor in the staircase, and the doctor just like looks at him, and he's all covered in blood and everything. And then the next scene is like him walking out of the doc out of the staircase, but he like has the doctor's lab coat on. He has like his ID. So it's like, did he just like beat him up and take all his stuff in the staircase? Yeah. And then the music is still playing, and then he leaves the hospital. And that's where he walks into uh, the girl detective again. And she's like, oh, my God, what did you do now? And he's like, I need your car. <laughs> and she's like, uh. so she gives him his car yeah. and then he escapes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a super important detail because at that point I was like, oh, well, he just got caught again. But no, she gives him his that, like it's like an undercover cop car. It's, so it's not even her personal car, which would even that would even be as bad but i think the detail that is an undercover like you know your typical yeah it's like dodge, one of like the blacked yeah, out chargers exactly. that you see in the city yeah which is pretty cool but um yeah at that point i'm like lady like can't you get fired for this <laughs> like at this at this point this guy is a suspect well i mean she this, yeah she before she even went into the hospital room to talk to nick her motivation was because she was on the phone with blue yeah like she must be in cahoots with him too so it's another like corrupt yeah uh detective or something like which what? also leads you to maybe like question if so that was she if that doesn't was, want yeah, him to exactly. die either and for me like she doesn't want yeah, him caught so it's you know what's crazy you bringing that up i'm actually thinking like another like little theory between both them two i'm thinking that maybe blue i mean not blue um the detective the other the, the female detective she did something maybe illegal or wrong or something maybe nick took the rap because he might have been sick. Oh, because he, right. he might have been sick of the detective life or something like that. So he wanted to wait out. So he just took the blame for maybe something that she. It was either her responsibility or maybe something else, and he was disgraced mm -hmm. for it or something like that. So that's another theory. I have to check maybe episode two. They might explain that. For some reason, I feel like it's not going to be. It's that type of show that. Yeah, I think they're probably going to explain it like bits and pieces as the episodes go on. Probably. They're not going to give us yeah, a whole yeah. thing right away. It's going to be like a whole like puzzle piece like coming full circle type of thing by the time like maybe probably the first season ends or something like that because they have two in total yeah because you got to think of it it was a tv show and like an episode did come out every week like, yeah kind of exactly thing. yeah not yeah yeah exactly that, that's probably like, the game plan they had so that. they didn't have the luxury to binge watch it like right after another yeah like imagine like watching that and having to like wait a week till the next right, one yeah. well i mean it was the f it came out the first season came out twenty seven well the pilot came out 2017 so that was a little bit before right right before netflix and hulu and Amazon and all of them started yeah. really having these um these specific um production shows like done by yeah, them just to watch shows. yeah so yeah. That, yeah I think that was a little bit before like the binge watching type of it was, I guess it was like the beginning of the binge watch definitely watching before era. the binge boom yeah definitely <laughs> the binge boom yeah absolutely um and then so it takes his car mind you hap during this so, whole yes. during this whole scenario 
from the time he's in the ambulance. Happy's just in his ear yapping away. We gotta, gotta get Haley. Gotta get Haley. Gotta get Haley. And Sax is just like, who the hell is Haley? And why do I care? And why do I care about you? Like, you're just probably a figment of my drugged up, overdosed imagination or something like that. But then, like, I think she, um, as they're driving, because I'm thinking he's going to get away. Just, he just, because he just, he sir, he sir, And he's yeah. driving crazy, too. He's a good the driver. Way he's driving, yeah. like, <laughs> so, so, yeah. the way he's driving, like, you don't really see the outside of the car. You just kind of see from, like, the POV of being inside. And you just see, like, the windows, like, the way he, like, cuts yeah. turns and stuff. You see like, it's just crazy, so, yeah. <laughs> it's just so fast yeah. and, like, dangerous. You, you hear the engine, too, roaring and everything. <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy because that whole di- I'm thinking he's gonna escape because at that point like the driving part isn't even hard you just dis- you just you survived within those past 24 hours you decided you, you um you survived one gun shootout with five mobsters who had guns on them then you survived like a heart attack then you survived like um escaping a hospital from mobsters and from the cops for some reason from zero and killer. then you managed somehow to get a not even carjacking car just getting a just getting a getaway vehicle and just and dipping so i'm thinking all right he's probably just gonna dip out or something like that but then like he that one of the biggest the biggest defining factor of this pilot which makes this pilot really good is that happy tells happy tells uh sacks that the reason why Haley is such like um is is relevant to his life and to happy's life is because Haley is sax's daughter and sax had no idea he even had a kid yep and she's like five maybe six yes i would say like five five i would say five i was like an appropriate age yeah like supposed to like playing like i guess eight-year-old playing five or something like that like you know what i'm saying and that yeah yeah, that's yeah that's what kind of like freezes him and shocks him and mind you the the whole this, this past episode is like people be shocked about Getting to shootouts, escaping the hospital, waking up from the hospital, having a heart attack. None of that shocked him. This is what shocked him. The nope. fact that he found out he had a kid shocked him. That's the most like expression yeah. you see on his face. And this guy was just about to have his his penis cut off. This is the most emotion he showed <laughs> the whole episode. Or within those first like 24 hours. So that that tells you like maybe that's what he's missing, or maybe like he finally has like like a little like in, like the like initiative just like punched him in a, like a yeah. light in his life or something. like now yeah. he's like oh wow like and there's then, more and than then just all me. of a sudden and then all of a sudden he gets like t-boned yeah by a truck yeah which is very good like representation of like how he feels mentally right before the physical happens because like the truck is 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 um the news from happy telling him that his daughter boom right right in the heart and obviously like that the car is probably destroyed and stuff like that yeah but he still lives because obviously he's he's sacks and he survived a heart attack a shootout and almost getting his penis cut off in one day so nothing kills him he is a survivor this man is incredible and he om- and he almost tried killing himself and i'm surprised he didn't die just from like overdose or from oh, alcoholism yeah. and stuff like that but exactly so well i mean well like the like the detective said earlier he can't die he cannot yeah exactly that's yeah which it's cool because it gives you kind of like the um because i think because i think um yeah yeah i don't know i, I don't know i don't know what i was about to say but his, yeah it makes you it makes you not worry about like his character yeah it ma- yeah it makes it seem like die. he you know what, it is kind of like a superhero movie because in a sense it's like he plays the vigilante who's just like strong and like untouchable he might be all messed up mentally mm-hmm. 
and he might not be like the nicest person, but you know for a fact that if you can rely on one thing from him to be consistent, is that he's always gonna come out on top and always just like live to see another day. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, that's exactly, and and that's yeah, he's like a he's like an anti-hero hero. Yeah, not, and at the least, you know, you could heroes, superheroes, like they're all once one. What's one thing about them is that they seem to be like these immortal, I guess, type of type of figures where they might be human they might not they might not be but there's something special about them other than the powers that they keep on just whether they they get hit once they get back up three times that type of like that type of scenario yeah so that's one i guess respectable I fact that you look about nick that's one thing i could like because you know he's not like he's not a likable character absolutely not mm-hmm. it's yeah, like no. we're kind of forced to let like, the audience is forced to like him because we it's kind of it's like not self-pity but maybe people like the bad guy type of thing too you know he has a drug problem he's an, he's an ass with everybody but then like i guess like when we find out oh he has a daughter we kind of feel like pity for him and it's kind of like the audience also thinks okay wow like, now he's a father. yeah now yeah, he has right. like initiative we want to see that initiative kick in and we want to see him change the person and like go out there and be like an actual hero and change his life because he has a kid now he has something to live for which is cool yep i like it i, I like the show a lot yeah no very good and show. i also like that it's christmas it's like a Christmas. Ep- it's like a whole Christmas, yeah. Theme like it's all happening during Christmas. Yeah, and it's December right now, so, so it's it seems very fitting. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, very so very fitting. It's very fitting with the, what's happening. So it's like it, it, this could be happening right now in the streets of Manhattan. Oh, especially like, during COVID, watching. there's probably <laughs> something right. like there's definitely people hallucinating and seeing unicorns in the city as we speak right now. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that, or even like seeing some crazier stuff than just a unicorn. I can that I can guarantee you. I I a hundred percent agree. Yeah, that's the that's the Alrighty. yeah the show's cool. Yeah, uh, well, one last thing the show's cool too because it oh, doesn't yeah. seem that far off. Like there is crime going on in the city right now, even during COVID. There are people hallucinating and seeing unicorns on the streets. We can <laughs> I could probably I would you know put pretty good odds against that. I mean with that well you know with that and yeah there are cop there are, there are crooked cops there are you know hospitals going crazy you know this stuff is not that far-fetched no it's uh, exactly it's like we're 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 living black mirror season <laughs> you absolutely oh, wait tune into episode wait was it episode two we did black mirror episode two was black mirror, yeah yes. so tune in episode two for like our black for no our, no episode three episode, episode, three, episode three, 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 three for our black mirror um recap that was a great episode yes all right, guys, so that wraps it up for our episode four. You can catch all our other episodes on sfc.radio, and you can catch a bunch of different episodes from all different shows by many different people on sfc.radio. Just click on the shows, and you can scroll down and find one that you like. Yeah, also check out everyone else's Thanks. episodes. Um, there's a lot of really good um, podcasts on there, too. I think there's, there's stuff like celebrity gossip, about sports, about music, you know, all super really cool topics and stuff like that we have really talented class full of people who are doing their thing so shouts out to them yep check it out sfc.radio all right guys that was not your average critic right. it's been a pleasure thanks so much for tuning in thanks so much absolutely guys. we'll see you guys next time ciao